Yo, if you're in the New Jersey area and you're listening to this on time of release, you should definitely go to Relic's two-year anniversary birthday party on Saturday, October 21st. There's going to be a whole host of awesome companies there tabling, including Chase Bliss, Caroline, Old Blood, MAE, BSRI, EAE, Fuzzrocious, Dirge, Tomcat, Asheville, Demidash, and more. There's also a free show afterwards with bands like Hysteria, Weird Machine, the EAE shop band, Dan Piacek from Planespeak and Probability Cloud. Check it out. Welcome to No Gods, No Master Volumes. I'm Simon, I'm a record producer, musician, and I make pedal demos as Tunnel of Reverb. And I'm Guion, I run Holy Island Audio, a one-man effects pedal operation from Wales. In this episode, we talk to Mike from Relic Music, a beautifully designed music store in Red Bank, New Jersey. Relic stocks a well-curated selection of gear featuring many friends of the pod. We get the rundown from Mike about what it's like owning a music store in 2023, the current state of his personal pedal board, and what's in the future for Relic. And usually we get one of two reactions when people come into the shop for the first time. It's either, I've never heard of any of this, or holy shit, I can't believe you have this. (laughs) It's it's one or the other, and uh, it's been really cool to educate the people about the brands that we carry that they don't see in every guitar shop uh, about why we carry them what's good about them and uh, that's one of the most fun things about having this i think that's one of the big reasons uh, that your shop sort of stands out from the crowd and the reason we wanted to get you on really was like you really seem to put in the work to get people that maybe aren't always represented in in music shops Do you know the uh, the the outer edge of of the creator world, I, I guess, uh, the the more uh, maybe difficult to comprehend for the average guitarist, possibly. Sure. Yeah. No. I that. I mean, I I do business with companies that I like and that I think make really cool stuff. There's no. I. I you know, the shop is very curated. Um, you know, I don't have six options for an entry-level guitar like i have two or three brands because and i pick the ones that i think are the best and the highest quality and the best bang for the buck and then the rest of the brands especially the pedal makers you know most of these guys i've just i was a customer you know and uh you don't get into a business like this you don't open a business like this if you're smart with the idea that you're going to get rich off of it if you open a music store to make money just open a different business it's you know Really what happens is you have to do it because you absolutely genuinely love it. And if you're lucky, you can feed yourself and put a roof over your head. And so far we've been, you know, very fortunate in that regard. Um, And then my staff is just as passionate as I am. It's kind of crazy because the stuff I don't know, they know and vice versa. We have this whole really cool, you know, really cool relationship here where, you know, we kind of have not all bases covered, but, but quite a few. That's awesome. And I get, Mm. you get that. I mean, I feel this even from the Instagram presence, but like you feel a trust because I'm like, I know you're buying and playing this stuff and you're stocking it. it. So like 100%. I remember when I I worked at a different shop and I, I, Brady and Seth asked me to do a coffee and riffs. And the, the, the feedback that we got on the, on the video was, there's no way he kicks with that pedal board or there's no way he brings that out. But like, why else would I do it? Yeah. And this yeah. is, this was a little bit before all the YouTubers and everything else that people just bought stuff to make videos or whatever. Like I, 
like if I was writing a song and I thought one thing could make one second of it sound better or cooler, I'd buy it. I would yeah. do whatever I could do to buy it. I don't, that was, you know, I don't have any other hobbies. I don't, you know, that's what I did. So um, it's, you know, and before you know it, like you end up opening a shop, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so on that note, how, how does something like that start? Cause I, I'm sure like a lot of people listening, it would be like, the dream to set up a guitar shop so you've got all this gear on hand that you can uh, play and it's all curated by yourself so what how does that start off so um right after college i had no idea really what i wanted to do so i started working in a big box music store in uh in northern central new jersey and um it was like you know just something to do to pass the time and i ended up genuinely really enjoying it in my really early twenties, but then it's like, okay, like time to get a grown up job. And I did. And I, I, I had a couple different growing up jobs that I really liked. And, uh, the one before I started doing this, I was there for a really long time. And, you know, I just kept thinking about the most fun and, the, and, you know, as you get older and I'm 44 now, you think like, you know, okay, I'm, I'm, we're, I'm doing good. I'm supporting myself and this and that, but you know, what am I happiest doing? So I actually got a job at another shop part-time nights and weekends just because I missed it. You know, I only was going to stay there for a year. I ended up staying two and a half years just because like, and by the way, at the end of each of those years, I did a tally and I was like negative, like 50 or 60 bucks. Like I'd spend everything I would make there, there, and then some. <laughs> yeah. So it, wor it worked yeah. out for those guys too. And then, you know, after I left, cause you know, two jobs, two bands, and all that was a little bit too much. I left. And then a year later, um, they invited me back to kind of run the place, which I did. Did that for a while. And then, you know, after we parted ways the day after, I started working on this in January of uh, 21. And we opened up 10 months later. So, you know, the thing is, I just put my head down mm -hmm. and decided not to think about it. Because if I thought about it, I would be like, what am I, stupid? You know, like I just, I, I just made sure to just just literally put my head down, not think about it and just take the every step I had to do to get it done, you know? Um, and the curated thing by me, but if that's a, that's a blessing and a curse because, you know, they say you, if you volunteer at a shelter, you're bound to take home a few strays. And, uh, you know, my staff and I spec out all the guitars we get from more brands like built and Dunable and Frank brothers and Nash. And then, you know, before you know it, one comes in and you're just like, Oh boy. Yeah, there's nobody yeah. else is getting this but me. I'm I'm sorry, guys. You know that happens. I assumed that would be the case. I can't I can't imagine being surrounded by that sort of stuff and not wanting to take a bit of it home with you. Um. Yeah, yeah. Perk of the job and curse of the job. I guess. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. And how's the reception been since you've opened? You know, I have to say it's it's been. Um, even way better than I expected. The interesting thing is I opened kind of at the tail end of COVID when I knew supply chain was an issue. I didn't realize how big of an issue, mm -hmm. you know, the, the pedal companies were the first ones to really experience that because all the parts came from Wuhan, you know, before yeah. COVID even became a thing here, you know, they were experiencing shortages and parts and everything. And mm -hmm. then, you know, for, for me, I'm lucky that I had, you know, a lot of friends and regulars that are built in. I had, a, I had one of my regulars give me 20 some odd guitars to sell on consignment. And I'm still, I think I still have one or two guitars that I ordered before I opened 
that haven't even shown up yet. Wow. Nice. So, yeah. Yeah. The backlog is still pretty crazy. Mm. Obviously, you know, the business boomed in, you know, in, in, during COVID, everything except acoustic drums, every because people were home, they had extra money here in the United yeah. States. Yeah. You know, they they weren't going on vacation. So yeah. they, you know, people, you know, the entry people that didn't play bought up all the entry level stuff. The people that did play bought up all the higher middle end stuff and pedals and everything. So, you know, that was this industry. It was great for that. But mm. everything, again, except acoustic drums, I think. But, you know, that stuff doesn't last for forever. And you're starting to see now companies actually have stuff in stock and say, you know, send me lists every week of this, is what we have in stock. You know, we, we can place orders that way. But you know, like for most of the most of the higher end stuff, we spec out ourselves and then we just wait for it. You know. Yeah. So um, the reception has been good. For the the you know we we did really great our first year. Second year we're growing. I'm actually in the middle, and if you can hear a little bit of construction, I apologize. We're in the middle of building a new acoustic room um, here in the shop, and um, I haven't you know posted any pictures about that yet because I want to wait till it's done. Um, the way our space is, it's like a big L, but on the sort of, um, left side of the L it's, it's one big straight. And then it goes to the left, like back into the left, the, the mm-hmm. left part's been reserved for our back stock photo booth and, um, and repair shop. We're actually opening that up for resale space within the next month or so. Cause where our building is, it used to be like an open air mall. And I got a space oh. downstairs the shop for all of our warehousing offices and stuff like that so um you know brick and mortar music retail is definitely not for everybody but it's definitely for me i genuinely love it that really comes across as well mm-hmm. well that's good i'm glad it's, it does feel like in every other aspect of the world like uh the high street tends to feel like it's giving way to the internet but there's always going to be the demand with guitar shops because you're always going to want to try things hands-on like buying a guitar online feels weird to me do you know i mean i've I've still done it but it's always been such a gamble i think having physical shops that you can go and to just talk to people as well that know what they're talking Mm. about well that's the challenge right yeah that's the challenge i i don't know what the future is for you know brick and mortar retail it's music stores it's a very interesting conversation because I mean, look, you know, I, I can count on, you know, one hand I've, I've been to, I don't even know how many shops in my life and I can count on one hand, how many positive experiences I had where people there were actually knowledgeable at what they were talking about. You know, like mm-hmm. when I, when I got the email from, from Joel at Chase Bliss that he, that they were pulling out of all the, the retail stores, you know, yeah. I, I sent them an email the next day congratulating him because if you have just a bunch of people there that can't tell and or explain people how to use those pedals and they're using their content to sell the stuff, then why the yeah. heck would you, why the heck would you do that? You yeah. know? And I'm fortunate because Joel recognized us as one of the shops in the United States that, you know, can actually do that. And we were still a zero to them. So, you know, it's, it's us in Eastside in Nashville. And, um, you know, again, because we genuinely use this stuff, mm-hmm. you know, the other challenge for me is I'm, you know, I never want to not be on the floor. You know, mm-hmm. I, I probably should be in the back, you know, doing like running the business, quote unquote. But I do that on, yeah. at night and I do that when I'm when I'm quote unquote off me being mm-hmm. on the floor. Like that's 
because I genuinely love it. That's that's where I, I really feel like that's where I belong. And as we grow, I can always put something in the back to do all the boring shit that I don't want to do. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the passion part of it too, right? You get to be out there talking to people, recommending people stuff, like learning what they want. It's like being, oh, in, dude, being in the thick there's, of them. There's nothing better than when you stack a guitar out and it takes months and months to show up and then somebody just freaks out like this is <laughs> this is my dream guitar yeah you know or when when people come by from who all over the place and say can you help me spec out this frank brothers or can yeah. you help me with this built that i'm designing um it's it's awesome it's it's a lot like cooking an elaborate meal i tell people like you spend hours and hours cooking it and then it gets eaten in like five seconds yeah you know what i mean it, but it's yeah. but it's it's Again, and then to see it play live and to get notes from people about how much it meant to them and the positive experiences they've had. It's it sounds corny, man, but it's it's <laughs> it's 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 awesome. No, oh, I totally get it. It's it's like I get the same thing when I've I get a lot of I have a lot of friends who will like hit me up about helping them put pedal boards together or like making mm-hmm. choices for things and seeing it all come together like that is just it feels great. Mm. Yeah, you know. And, and people like people from the, in the industry that are kind of like not as into it as I am. They're like, well, how come you have this? And how did you get that? And it's like, yeah. well, cause I'm an, I'm an addict like everybody else with this stuff. <laughs> yeah. That's, you know, and I, I use that term, obviously I'm not, I'm not being <laughs> serious, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, it, it's just, you know, that's why there's no secret. I just genuinely love it. That's it. Yeah. I think it comes across as well. I mean, I've overheard some shocking conversations in guitar shops in the past where yeah, I've, I've never got to the point where I've intervened, but I've been on the edge of it, just especially when it's someone just coming into playing guitar and just feeding people nonsense to get a sale. Yeah. So I have a really, a really funny story about that. So my old, my old, uh, good, my old good friend and I, we were, you know, every once in a while on our days off, we would just go to the different shops to see what's there used and you know, we worked at shops and, you know, we never really told people that we did like at the shops that we worked at shops. We just kind of went there to see what they had. But Undercover. my buddy was, yeah, exactly. Well, it wasn't, mm-hmm. you know, my buddy Hearing was, glasses. He was, Fake uh, mustache. we went to a guitar center and, um, there was this used, uh, I think it was the Dan Electro grilled cheese, hold the onions pedal. Yeah, it was yeah. like, remember those, yeah. those plastic ones. So he, he, pl- he was, he wanted something really like, really bad sounding for bass for this really specific thing. So, you know, he he's playing it and the slick salesperson, right, comes over and is like, sounds great, doesn't it? And he goes, no, I'll take it. <laughs> you know, yeah, just, just stuff like that. And and honestly, the, the, the other thing is, I mean, how women are treated at some of these shops. Oh, oh yeah. It, it's disgusting. It's so crazy to me. It's gross, yeah. It's it's like prehistoric as well. It's like it's such an odd way to just be stuck in the past. Like it makes no sense to behave like that. You, thought, it's mm. wild. It is. Mm. It's very. It's definitely very definitely a, a, a certain segment of the, um, I guess you know, guitar buying population that still behaves and treats people that way. But it's it's still shocking to me every time I, I hear something or oh, you play? Do you actually play? It's like yeah. It's the whole like, don't tell my wife how much it was. Oh god, oh, god. yeah, yeah. There's so like, much of that. Ugh. I do have one regular that buys only Sunburst guitars because his wife can't tell the difference as long as they're all the same color. <laughs> Jeez, That's a true story. 
yeah. Uh, oh wow. It's it's so strange. I was reading some older guitar magazines because I've been I've been moving house recently, so I've been going through all my parents have just been dumping everything I'd left at their house, and the misogyny in those is just wild. That that was just the standard procedure for the guitar. Yeah. No wonder, like you you scare off a whole generation of women by just being vulgar like that. But then I think you know, not being clothes-minded and and bigoted like that, it's such an e- easy thing to avoid, but it makes such a big impact when other places aren't doing that. I think it's like, it's super important to have those, well, a shop like yours where, where people can feel welcome. Yeah, welcome and safe. Yeah, it's, it's a try, small thing, tr- but it's... We try very hard and we have, you know, we have no tolerance for people that don't, behave that way here we, luckily we haven't run into anything yet but you know i've seen it at other shops and stuff and i think that i i just think that the um the the kind of stage we set here kind of just that takes care of itself you know when people come in and see what it looks like in here and mm-hmm. i do such a bad job of taking photos because you know every the biggest piece of feedback i get is like oh well you can't you know you can't tell it looks this good from any of the pictures and it's like well thanks i guess <laughs> you know i don't know i think it looks like one of the the best shops i've ever seen from the oh picture. thank you thank you, uh, thank you. it means sure. a lot thank you so much it's like you know if i was gonna do it i was gonna just do it you know what i mean like yeah just go for it um do it properly yeah for sure um, what's i'm interested to know what your musical history is i know you've played in bands and playing in bands but where mm-hmm. what's your history with playing so I was pretty much there's there's a couple different key points in my life that kind of got me where I am with this stuff. And mm. there's a couple records. There's a couple uh, instances where um, like the first time I went to a basement show when I was in high school, this was like in like 95 was by accident. And that was it for me. You know, that right there got me involved in that whole thing. And, you know, we're like in, in you know, central northern Jersey here. Where it's like the fertile crescent of like screamo, like in its infancy stages, you know. So I had friends in all those bands, and I used to go see them play, and you know, and, and knowing and having a place to go where you didn't have to be eighteen, and it was all ages, and going to you know punk shows in backyards. That being involved in that was one big thing. From a gear perspective, I trace it back to two two things. One, the first time I heard "You Prefer an Astronaut" by Hum. Mm-hmm. When, yeah. I, when I started actually caring what guitar sound was, you know, the dynamics, yeah. how good the clean sounded, how good the, the dirty sounded from from an effects perspective, you know, Swerve Driver is the band that really did that for me, the way they used pedals. And the other thing is hearing a memory man self oscillate for the first time when I was a kid. That was it. Oh, yeah. That was Genesis. Mm. You know, that was that was Genesis. So, like, from there, it's like, OK, like. I don't have to, you know, you don't have to be in a band playing like, you know, everything you hear, like on the radio, you can do whatever, you know, and as long as you, as long as it's sincere, that's really the, and it comes across that way. That's to me, that's, that's everything. I think, yeah, that the sincerity of that sort of thing does have a massive impact. Cause I think me and Simon have probably grown up in that same sort of sphere, you know, there's, the DIY punk thing seems to have such a big impact on everyone that 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 grows up in that, and it changes your attitude on how you approach things in life. I mean, 
philosophically especially right Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely yeah definitely and i mean it's it's sort of reflected in the shop in the way that you are organizing events and i I know that piling for burial were playing uh at your shop would that have been last week this week it was yeah it was just um it was friday night which Mm. was the, the, the whole bill was awesome i tried to do that show three times and we had a cancellation for covid once a cancellation for covid the second time and that was my fault so usually I only do things here on Saturdays because we're closed on Sundays and yeah. I can worry about cleaning up the day after or something. But, <laughs> yeah. you know, we, we had to make an exception because I just really wanted to get that show done. And it, oh, and it was imagine. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to see him play. Uh, I imagine that would have been, I don't I mean, the rest he of the lineup looked phenomenal. great as well. Mm. Yeah. He was phenomenal. They, they all were honestly, the craziest yeah. thing, the craziest thing is I had, um, you know, Matt Talbot from Hump play here. Like when he was doing oh, really? his, okay. his wow. solo tour. And for me, it's like, okay, so the record that got me into guitar sound and literally led to me opening the shop, the guy who was in that band is now playing in the shop. It was just, yeah. it was wild. You know, Full it's like, all right. moment. Yeah, for sure. And um, yeah, I mean, that's that, that whole way of doing things and not relying on somebody else or having to, you know, count on a, an organization to do things and that's part of the reason i do shows here i wish i could do more of them but honestly it's just so exhausting doing more we get we get so many fans asking us to play here and it's it's awesome and it's flattering but it's like you know i i gotta just kind of like and i might do more down the road but for now it's like one a month on a saturday you know kind of like curated bill and we we kind of go from there you know and i always do the shows if i'm doing the shows they're always free because i want people to spend money on the band's merch mm-hmm. it's a nice thing to have like i feel like i can't remember the last time i saw like a guitar store do something that i would want to attend <laughs> i feel like mm. they're mostly like aimed at uh maybe the other side of players which aren't you know mm-hmm. maybe more or of just the- pushing product as well i think yeah I, no, we, mm. we don't we don't do that even even the cork thing we had here i really was excited to do it because uh natalie who um she works for Korg, but she's also one of my favorite favorite artists uh, called Tal Sounds, mm. incredible vocalist and synthesis synthesizer player. She was doing the demo, so I was like, "Yeah, we definitely have to get this done." I played I played a show with her out in Chicago in, with um I we were I was in a uh, a group of my cousin Dan, and then we had a bassoonist and a cellist, and we were playing with um Ephraimenic from Godspeed the Czech Emperor and. Natalie played first and she totally stole the show. So I was like, yeah, if she's going to come and do the demo, then we're definitely going to, we're definitely going to do it, you know? But even that, it wasn't like, we weren't like honking things. It was just like, there's some cool sounds, get into Mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think that makes it so much more accessible. Like I just did the, uh, the Chicago music exchange. uh, How was that? It was great. And you know what? Everyone was super friendly. There was a lot of people who, I was running John Snyder's EAE board and so many people came up and they were like, we just like, please just like, what shall, what should I try? Like what? And I would be like, well, what do you like? And they would tell me and they were like, well, you should try this pedal or, you know, it was just great to have people coming in and not just old white dudes. Like, yeah, yeah. I had serious, I had serious FOMO. People are like, are you going? I was like, no, because I own a shop that I have to be at. (laughs) I would love to be able to go, but we're going to have something like that here next month 
which I'm really excited about for our second birthday. Uh, I think John's, uh, I think John's band is actually playing that night too, which I'm oh, really, really sick. excited about. Yeah. I was so mad at him the first, the, during our first birthday party, because one thing I do differently when I do that with, with the vendors is everybody has the headphones set up, but everybody also gets a half hour on an amp oh, so awesome. that they can, they can be like front and center. People can like kind of go and listen to what they're doing. He yeah. brought that Travis Bean he had. Oh here yeah, with <laughs> yeah. with all of his pedals through a high watt, and I was like, John, where the hell am I going to find ten thousand dollars now to buy yeah. <laughs> Like I hate you, yeah. you know. I had the same thing. I was at his shop about a month ago, and I played the Bean. And I was just like, well, this sucks. Yeah, yeah, and then, <laughs> totally. Same with uh, Andy Pitch's guitar. I played Andy oh, Pitch's guitar, yeah. and you know what? I'm now which on the one, wait- the Tau or the Mix? Mix one. Yeah, that's a great one. I'm I'm on the wait list. I got a, I got a town because of him because he he had that town and I played it and I was fortunate that somebody I knew was selling one and I was like yeah that's 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 another example of oh it's here no no it's coming home with me yeah there we go. <laughs> it's coming through the shop yes exactly <laughs> oh man and uh, well that's that's a nice segue to what what's on your personal pedal board right now um. So I kind of condensed it. I was using, I was using, I used to have this monstrosity, this 40 by 24 salvage custom. And I kind of went down to two smaller boards that now equal a bigger surface area than the one big one. So yeah. that was like, that's, yeah. that's how I downsize. But yeah, yeah. more about this at another time, but the little one was somewhere else getting looked at. But um, uh, the one I have now, I have um, the picture, my industrial electric RM1N, Yes. A reverb that I've had for forever that my friend uh, Justin, he did like his custom art stuff on it, which I love. I have uh, an Eterna by Mr. Black. That and the Supermoon, I feel like that Supermoon Chrome is probably, to me, the best reverb pedal, compact reverb pedal ever made, you know, mm. for, for, for 200 bucks. I think Jack should win a Lifetime Achievement Award for that pedal. Yeah. Uh, oh, the Supermoon's sick. Yeah, I have um, an ADG1 Special Edition for my analog delay and I have an Empress ecosystem for like the two songs that I need to have like presets dialed in for, um, those, that's my delay stuff. I have, um, let's see what else. Um, my original two knob Olympia fuzz is like my main fuzz that I love. And Philippe, uh, was kind enough to do a run of proms for us that were more voiced that way, which came out so good. Mm -hmm. Um, I have, um, the calamity drive from plain speak is like my quote unquote drive, oh, yeah. but the rest yeah. of it, I mean, I have, I have gen loss, I have mood, I have, um, my double melt that Evan made that I will be no buried sick. with that thing. I will, <laughs> yeah. you know, I, I didn't even want to tell anybody I had that because yeah. that was a whole nother thing that when we got those melts from him, like I was the most hated yeah. person on the internet for like two hours. <laughs> um, um, they sold out and like, yeah, well, you know what it is, man. It's like I, it's like I was able to get a, a small handful, and I have so many wonderful regular customers that anytime we do something, they're in, like they're on board. Like without yeah. them, I wouldn't be here, you know. So I did the only thing I could do, and and and, and I, I've been like, be careful, but I didn't listen. <laughs> I, I I so I made a I took a list. I have like forty people on this list for whatever so as i get them i will call the list and if you still want them you get it and you know i actually did have one guy literally like he was like almost crying on the phone that he was so excited to get one <laughs> so i'm like all right that's cool like, i've been trying for three years this is amazing i was like dude that's awesome i'm glad i can help yeah that's awesome i have like i have a bunch of other stuff too that's like 
that's usually on my board, like my old um, Max Speaker Noise Wash that mm-hmm. I'll never get rid of. Um, I have, you know, a bunch of old Moger Foger pedals, you know, the, the 104Z delay, the which again, that was the longest tenured pedal on my board. And when I played that ADG, I was like, oh my God, it was like yeah. that and a, and a memory man had a baby. And I just, yeah. it was like, I, I can't imagine how that, that pedal totally changed my life. The biggest thing, another one for me is the Dark Star uh, by Old Blood. Yeah. I, you know, he used to, Brady used to put my, when back when they had like bigger printed manuals, like my settings for the Dark Star in the, in his manual, oh, because okay. I, I just, I just loved it so much. Mm. Um, that's, that's a big one. I'm having a hard time, like remembering what my board looks like now, but that's, oh, yeah. that's a lot yeah. of it, you know? Oh, the, um, the, uh, the trim from BSRI, the floriography. Oh that is yeah. Such, oh, yeah. That is such a great trim. Uh, what else? I mean, I love my dude incredible. Um, yeah. I'm like, just like looking around the shop, like what else do I, Oh, blooper <laughs> Blooper is like, is, oh, yeah. I use, yeah, I yeah. use blooper a ton. Um, my count to five, like I'll never get rid of that. That's on there. That's never going any place. Sorry. I, you have, no, you have no, that's time, okay. right? Yeah. it's interesting you say that about the ADG because I had the exact same experience where I've got a 104 and a memory man and various other delays that I've used for a long time and I remember John messaging me about the ADG one point just being like oh it's going to be really great like Hawker's really great blah 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 and I was like oh okay like this looks good I, I like saw one clip of it and I just ordered it straight away I was like yeah 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 so I had I had a, uh, so we're down the street from a venue called Count Basie and it's a, it's a bigger venue. Like, I guess like sort of mid-level or bigger artists play there. Like, um, like, you know, we had one band come through and, um, they were asking me like, what pedals, you know, do you guys have a lot of pedals? I don't know what any of this is. Mm. And I told them about that, that I was like, do you guys like delay? And they're like, yeah. And I showed it to them like, is it better than a carbon copy? So I plugged it in and three, three of the four of them bought it. The only one that did it was wow. the drummer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's amazing. I, I need to get my hands on one. It's like dude, everyone I've spoken one. to about it. Give me the same response. And it's, I, I'm going to have to grab one as soon as I'm finished yeah. with this house business. Yeah, that's tough. I, I, I can't even imagine, like, I really want to get more of the special editions in because yeah. I was mm-hmm. greedy and selfish and obviously snagged one for myself. But I have to, the, the, um, what 104 did you have? Do you have? Uh, let me look. It's behind me. Uh, it's a Z. Okay. That's the same one I have. Yeah. So the M they have that, they have that feedback insert, right? Where yeah. you can put a pedal in and it'll affect it. Just the trails of the, the delayed signal. It's yeah. the special edition has that. It's amazing. Yeah. But I have to get a, a proper low profile, mono uh to tippering sleeve stereo y cable for it that i can actually fit you know on my board yeah so i can use it more because right now the only things i have here are like i gotta get like somebody to make me one um I'll, that's on my list of things to do you know when i don't have you know 18 million other things I'm cooking <laughs> on. i have the same mm-hmm. problem with uh i really i've got sending that i love using with the loop especially oh god like- i can't wait to get those i'm like i'm like climbing up the walls waiting for those pedals and, I made, <laughs> and 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 the ones that we have coming are all already spoken for and every day i'm hearing from my customers did you get them yet did you get them yet <laughs> but like i have the set like i'll use like mirror house in the loop of that all the time but i just haven't got the right cable so it works economically on my boards otherwise it's yeah picking up space of like four pedals mm. 
but yeah, yeah. my god it's it's a great feature it's really really something yeah. yeah you you have to grab one of those adgs man they're they're just they're unbelievable yeah oh well, i'll get around to it there's no going me. back mm. <laughs> no going back in that sort of realm are there brands that you sort of dream brands that you'd like to get into the shop uh absolutely in the so site. The, the biggest one for me is platisk i oh, would oh, yeah. yeah like uh, he i have so many of of his pedals and like oh drown is another one like drown will never i yeah. love that pedal so much um you know and i have the fabricat and i have the romford mm-hmm. and i have but you know i think he's only one guy now yep yeah true. i don't think i think he's the only one doing it so um him montreal assembly which you know um mm. scott was here actually last week oh, he was okay. visiting a friend of mine in new york and he came by the shop and so we're going to work on stuff for that. Hopefully he's going to be able to come to our anniversary party mm-hmm. next month. Fingers crossed. Um, he's another one. Um, you know, those are the big two that I would love to yeah. have. I'm, I'm fortunate that like, really like I'm, I got, I'm work, I'm going to work with running cuff. Like I already have, I've been mm-hmm. talking to those guys about getting their stuff in here. And we just, you know, like most of the p- things that we want, that we really want, we have which is yeah. amazing. Yeah. But, you know, Platisk and Montreal Assembly are like two of my like, you know, desert island. Mm. You know, I, I would love to have those in here. And I say Platisk first because Montreal Assembly is actually a, a remote possibility where I don't think Platisk <laughs> will ever happen, you know, but who knows, you know? Yeah, you never, never know. say never. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, it's interesting because cool. some of these guys just hate doing customer service. So that's kind of what I'm banking on. You know, maybe one day he hates yeah. doing customer service and, you know, let me handle all the United States headaches for you. I'm happy to do it. <laughs> and for Platas, yeah. that's probably quite a lot as well. Mm. Yes, for sure. Yeah, especially because those, you know, you sell you sell one of those to the wrong guy, and you'll be uh, you'll be answering questions till the cows. Come. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. my god. Yeah. Because well, where where are they based? Norway, Norway. I think. Norway. Yeah, Norway. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, and I, you know, we we did a really cool like I'm. Oh well, I also obviously you know, Holy Island, but we've had that conversation already. Mm-hmm. I, I'd love to have, love to have those, you know, um, the Rorschachs that we had when the, the, the collab with Debbie and, and oh, yeah. was unfair. Those went in, in a nanosecond, you know? Oh yeah. Well, I have to sort something because as soon as I'm, you know, not messing about painting walls and stripping wallpaper, uh, <laughs> I should be able to concentrate on getting, getting stuff out. Cause I'd, I'd love to get stuff in the shop. Um, awesome. At some point, uh, well, when I make it out to the states again, I'd love to swing by just just to see it. You know, it'd be Any, uh, anytime. My my door is open. You want you want to crash at my place? You're more than welcome. Door is always oh, open. Appreciate that. That's rad. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You got it. Not that I'm trying to sweeten the pot to get your pedals in here, but <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh yeah, well that changes things. <laughs> Wind and dined. That's it. Exactly. <laughs> and um, what what's uh, I guess. It's a similar question, but what are the brands and companies that are like really popping off in the shop right now? Like, what are people excited about? What are people wanting to try? What are people asking for? Well, obviously, just the fact that we're like the only people that have Chase Bliss now. Yeah, is, that's that's one of them, and we have a demo board from them that I wired up, so that's here. They can play through all that. Really, everything we have here, we love. So you know, we we do a lot with Caroline. I, I've known yeah. Philippe oh, a yeah. really long time. You know, we do a, 
his first ex- the first exclusive we ever did was with him. That mm-hmm. first run of the blue screen of Death Megabytes, and now you know those sold out so quick. And we have we did the second run, um, Mr. Black. I love recovery effects. I love you know I'm going to leave somebody out obviously because there's oh, yeah. just so much. Yeah. But every you know we're the only ones around here to do jam pedals. You know, and those those are really popular with people that don't want anything super crazy, but they yeah. just want something that sounds really, really good. Yeah. You know, um, obviously, you know, Alec and Mask Audio, like we did those that run a black math with him, oh, yeah. which any anytime I plug a bass player into that, it's like it's over. You know, <laughs> they, they they snag one um, EAE, obviously, and, and you know, um, Asheville, you know. I'm going to probably go down the list of like almost every brand. So it's, it's, it's awesome. I mean, you know, we, we, um, I, I don't put stuff here that I wouldn't use myself, whether that's a, whether that's a good business idea or a bad business idea, I'm not really sure yet. But for me, if I can, if I can look somebody in the face and say, this is, I would use this and this is what I would use it for. And I'm genuine about it. Like hopefully that, that comes across, you know, I think that makes a massive difference in, you know, just your interaction going into a guitar shop. It, I think it's, it is a real significant thing when someone actually knows what you're talking about and can advise you. It's shouldn't be a rare thing really, but it is. And it's, uh, it's really yeah, nice. I just think see. it's the way the industry is set up. It, it has, to, it just, that's unfortunately the way it is. You know, if you go to one of the big box stores, they're not, you, you, it's hard to attract quality people because you know they just don't pay yeah you know what i mean like you, it's hard to make it a career like you're going to attract people that just want to work in a shop because working in a shop is fun right but yeah. like you know it's it's a it's tough and that's what I'm, I'm saying before about like the future of you know brick and mortar music retail it's like i you just don't know because unless you have somebody like me that's an owner that is on the floor that is like that doesn't shut up about how much they love the stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, um, you know, I know that's the kind of place I'd like to shop in personally. That's what we do it the way we do it. Mm-hmm. We had a one. <laughs> this is kind of a dumb question, but I, I'm interested. We need right. to know I, the answer. I love it. Go ahead. What is the riff that you would, that you have or would like to ban from the shop that customers are playing? Like what's your, you know what? We, we don't, we don't get a lot of that. It's so okay. bizarre. It yeah. used to be so in the early in the, in the early two thousands. Yeah. Everyone thought it was stairway. Yeah. It was crazy. It was crazy train. Yeah, crazy train was <laughs> yeah, the yeah, big yeah. one. And then that kind of turned into Green Day and Blink one eighty two for a little while. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that uh, nobody plays stairway because of the Wayne's World thing. And if they do, <laughs> they do it ironically to see if anybody's going to yell at them. Yeah, yeah you know, which, which we don't do that here. Hold on a sec. Let me ask Matt. Hey Matt, what what's the riff here that we would ban that people play that we hate? We really don't get a lot of that. Right. Oh, Nirvana. We get a lot of Nirvana. Uh, yeah. yeah, a lot of Nirvana. And um, what else? Um, yeah, that's pretty much it, man. Honestly, we're we're. I'm sorry, I don't have a more clever. No, answer that's great. No, man. For that, it's uh, you know, it's it. Oh, I, Matt, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, we get a lot of Nirvana. I, I just real. I just connected the dots of the customer. <laughs> it's one person. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Dave girl. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, that's great. I mean, that makes that's obviously means it's better for you. You're not listening mm-hmm. to the same old stuff every day. Oh, 
Yeah, you know, honestly, man, I, I just, you know, I don't, it doesn't, that kind of thing doesn't bother me. I think the thing that, the thing that we do here that's different is we'll actually take the time to set somebody up properly. If they want to yeah. try something, we ask that they tell us and we'll pull the guitar down for them. We'll set up, we'll set their volumes, we'll set their knobs. And we, we're, it's, we're very soft sell here. We plug yeah. you in, we, we leave you alone, we'll check in after a couple minutes to let you know we're still here and thinking about you. If you have any yeah. questions, you ask. But it's not like it's just like we just sit behind the counter ignoring everybody. Help yourself. You know, we keep yeah. all the cables behind the counter anyway. So, like, nobody really can, you know, because we want to have these conversations with people. And if yeah. and if somebody – look, I had I had that at shops, too, when I was younger. I had, a, I had like, one or two riffs that I would play to gauge guitar sounds when I was checking out certain things. So, you know, if somebody wants to, you know – play smells like teen spirit or whatever to see if it's the sound they want you know okay as long as it works out for you we're good yeah you know? oh that's great and i i remember as well just going back to when i was at guitar stores all the time like i would have moments where i'd like just want to leave because i'm like i don't want to go up and ask if i can play this les paul because mm -hmm. i'm like a gruffy looking kid who looks like yeah. he can't buy it yeah and it's nice to know that people are getting that experience rather than the. i know. love i love i love when people come in here and they're treated the way that i was never treated in a music store personally mm -hmm. yeah you know what i mean that's the whole and that's the whole thing oh, that's awesome so what what's coming up next to relic i know you mentioned construction and uh events like what, yeah, what? so we so the the next thing the next thing we have coming we'll, again we're working on our expansion. We have a bunch of cool exclusives come with. We had a lot of exclusives last month, and we yeah. have a bunch more cool stuff coming up this month. Uh, some of the stuff I could talk about, some of the stuff I'm not really allowed to yet. Like we're doing um, some exclusive store exclusive Supermoon Chromes and like a gold sparkle paint, which I'm excited about. We're yeah. um, the, our, our two-year anniversary party, which, by the way, let me speak to that for a second, because yeah. I was only going to do, like, year one, year five, if I was lucky enough to do it. But a lot of the vendors, they told me they had such a good time, like, are you going to do it again? So I'm like, yeah, why not, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah. So um, that's going to be cool. Like, we have um, EAE, Caroline, Chase Bliss, Old Blood, Dirge, um, Fuzz Rocious, um, like we have all these great companies confirmed. Yeah. Dem yep, Demodash is coming. Yep, exactly. Alex coming from um, from Mask. It's going to be awesome. And I think we're even going to have more built. I think built is definitely coming. I'm hoping Frank Brothers can come. They might come. You know, we'll see. Um, it's it's you know that's the next thing. And then unfortunately, you know, when November turns, it, it gets to be kind of crazy busy re retail time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I kind of have to be careful about not biting off more than I could chew. I think I already did that because um, I was asked to do that um, Delhi Stompbox exhibit as as the vendor mm -hmm. in Brooklyn, yeah. but it's that same weekend of my anniversary party. So of course I'm like, well, I can do Sunday. So after being here and entertaining, you know, all those all yeah. those vendors oh, wow. for two days, I'm going to go into Brooklyn on Sunday morning and set up a table and do who I don't even know what or bring up you know what. <laughs> But I'm going, you know, so you only live once, right? Exactly. Uh, what was the date for that for anyone listening? that could October make 21st. Out? Yep. October, October 21st. 21st. Yep. I'm doing cool. a really cool thing in the beginning of the month. And I know that this isn't exactly our demographic, but I'm flying out to Bend to go spec out and design some custom Dell acoustics. 
which I'm really excited about. Um, you know, again, not our, not the demographic for this podcast specifically, but you know, it's, it's you all right. Know. It's, yeah, you never we know. can chill out from time to time. Sometimes I have a yeah. sit down. I, an acoustic <laughs> electric through Rorschach might be pretty sick, actually. Right, yeah, let's do that. I'll, uh, I'll message Grindle now. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, tune it for the acoustics. <laughs> yes. And then, you know, I, um, I'm, I'm doing, I'm going to go to NAM again in January. Mm-hmm. Um, we're actually nominated for, um, we got a top 100 dealer award already, which I think is, I mean, I don't know how, hard it is i don't know anything about them how, how if it's like a, if it's something to be proud of or it's just like boilerplate like i'm i'm taking i mean obviously because we haven't even been yeah. open two years i'm yeah. grateful and i th- we're up for um best uh re- brick and mortar store design so oh, i'd yeah. be pretty psyched i'd be pretty mm. psyched if we win that you know yeah just because of how much we put into it um but um other than that i got a you know doing a bunch more emperor cabs and I got a bunch of Castadosis coming in the next month or two. Um, you know, tons more builds in the pipeline, bunch more Frank brothers in the pipeline. Um, there, I got a lot of really, really cool and exciting stuff working that I hope I can talk to you guys about when I can actually talk about it. But um, oh, for sure. I, I never stop thinking about this stuff. And I'm, there's, I just always have something going. So. Oh, I love it. Awesome. That, yeah, I mean, that's, that's why we all like the store and like mm-hmm. you know like the Thank business because so we're all the same and it uh yeah it rocks thank you so much i appreciate that that's really nice oh just to anyone who's listening to this and they haven't checked out the shop what is the the best place for people to find you so we have our website relicmusicshop.com. we're at relic music shop on instagram i did i did um get a tiktok when we first decided to open the business but i've ne- i've never used it um, so that doesn't really do anything anymore. Um, and we're in Red Bank, New Jersey at uh, 13 Monmouth Street, which Red Bank's an awesome town. If you've never been here, um, you know, it's a really cool place to visit. We have we've had I mean, Zach came here on vacation with his family after coming here last year for the um, Zach oh, cool. Malays. He brought his he brought his family out on oh, vacation really? yeah. like last month. Yeah, it's it's a it's a really great place. At one point, I think there was three uh, music stores here in town at one time oh, okay. uh, now yeah. yeah the last one closed in 2019 and then um you know we've been open since october 2021 so we're you know just mm-hmm. almost two years two years in That's and um, again yeah. I've, I've been fortunate to have a lot of really great support from my regulars and from a couple people that really you know i never thought in a million years i'd be able to do this it's just still so crazy to me that i that this is that i have this it, you know, yeah. I, and I don't know if you guys have the same experience with the things that you do. It's like, you know, you always deal with a little bit of imposter syndrome, right? It's like, is this yeah. Oh, yeah, massively. really a thing? It's crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's ever going to go away, honestly, but, you know, I just, <laughs> my approach is just doing it the same as I did when I was opening it and just don't think about it. Just show up and, and yeah. just, be, just enjoy it. Exactly what I've been doing as well. Yeah. Just every just day. Just wait until I convince myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, don't don't just don't think about it. You'll be fine. That's that's given, <laughs> that's gotten me this far. Perfect. Same. Oh, that's a great place to wrap up. Um, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. It's been great having you. Yeah. Cheers. Thanks. Uh, thanks, guys. I hope it wasn't boring. I appreciate no, it. No, not at all. Time. Thank you. No, thank you so much. Yeah.